0: Healing in Jesus' Life and Ministry, Part 2 David W. Palmer 2. He Healed All Kinds of Sickness and Disease Matthew 4 23-24 NKJV, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. 24, Then His fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to Him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them. Here we see that not only was Jesus sent to heal, but also that he healed any and every type of disease, sickness, ailment, and malady. In other words, God's ability to heal through Jesus is unlimited by type or severity of ailment. Here is more evidence of this from God's Word. Matthew 15:30 NKJV, Then great multitudes came to him. Having with them the lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others, and they laid them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed them. In this passage, the Holy Spirit adds that Jesus restored the maimed. This implies that missing parts didn't limit his healing and restoring power, the Holy Spirit created what was missing there and then. It reiterates and specifies that he also healed lame, blind, mute, maimed, and many others. Clearly, Jesus's healing is not limited from God's side. 3. He healed them all. Matthew 12:15 NKJV Great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Luke 6:19 NKJV and the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. Another aspect of Jesus's mission the gospel writers explain is that he healed them all. Obviously, in those vast crowds that came to Jesus, some imperfect people must have been present. Surely, some were present whose own sin caused their sickness. Yet, the Word of God records that Jesus healed them all. This powerfully and clearly shows the will of God where healing is concerned, God wants to heal everyone. When Jesus was there, moving unhindered in the power of God, we see the perfect will of God in demonstration. God is good, and He is gracious, He wants to see everyone healed and whole. Jesus paid a very high price to purchase our redemption, Jesus died for sin and carried all of its consequences, including all debilitation, he bore our sicknesses. That is why he could heal them all. If they were sick as a consequence of their own sin, as stated in Psalm 107, Jesus took up the responsibility and consequence of that sin so that the guilty could be forgiven and healed. Wow, this is exciting. God's goodness extends to all who will receive it. He gives healing freely? 1 Peter 2:24 NLT: He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right by his wounds you are healed. Matthew's Gospel not only says that he healed them all, but that he healed every manner of disease and sickness among the people. Jesus showed no favoritism about whom he healed, and he showed no limitation in what he healed. He himself bore whatever could be used by the enemy to mount a legal challenge to guilty people receiving free pardon from the consequences of their own actions. The will of God is healing for all from everything, and he covered any disputes by the accuser from every angle. 4. He healed everyone afflicted by the devil. Acts 10 38 NKJV, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Here we see that under God's anointed, Jesus, the living Word of God, healed all who were oppressed by the devil. If you are oppressed by the enemy, you can receive Jesus's healing today through his anointed living Word. Jesus healed those afflicted by the devil, but does this mean that all who are sick are oppressed by the enemy? This passage doesn't specifically say that all sickness is a direct result of the devil's activity. Indirectly, of course, it is, he influenced the fall of Adam and Eve, and has been the god of this world system ever since. In other words, the devil presides over all that goes on in the fallen world, including all sickness and suffering, this passage does say however, that Jesus healed all who were oppressed by the devil. 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty four 25 ESV, then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father after destroying every rule and every authority and power. 25, for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The King of Kings is taking back the domain usurped by Satan. Jesus's mission is to recapture all territory and people still under enemy control. He does this by destroying all treasonous rule, dominion, authority, and power, and by putting all his enemies under his feet. Jesus's impetus for doing this is not primarily the merit of the people he is recovering, it is about a pretender usurping God's kingdom, and it is about Jesus's God-assigned mission to restore all of earth and mankind to the rightful king, God, plus it gives an opportunity to demonstrate that God is love, and that God is absolutely good. To achieve this, Jesus has a sequential plan— first, deal with the enemy and his evil works, next, restore the kingdom to its rightful owner, then finally deal with the recalcitrant people at a final judgment. This judgment will be about God taking responsibility for his kingdom, which is none of the devil's business, nor anything to do with his deceiving and accusing. He will be completely out of the picture at that time. 1 John 3 8 NKJV, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mark 3 27 NKJV, No one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods, unless he first binds the strong man. And then he will plunder his house. 1 Corinthians 15 24, 28 NLT, After that the end will come, when he will turn the kingdom over to God the Father, having destroyed every ruler and authority and power. 28, Then, when all things are under his authority, the Son will put himself under God's authority, so that God, who gave his Son authority over all things, will be utterly supreme over everything everywhere. Jesus was healing all who were oppressed by the devil. He did this to annihilate the enemy's treasonous work as a pretender to God's throne. Jesus's first priority was, and still is, to neutralize his enemy and all his activities, and then he will deal with whether or not the targets of this evil work are guilty. Both the innocent and the guilty suffer in Satan's evil reign, if they are guilty, Jesus offers forgiveness and complete pardon if they will renounce Satan's rulership and fully return to God's kingdom. If they are innocent people suffering, He offers healing. And, as we have seen in today's scriptures, He offers healing to all, both the innocent and the forgiven. Remember, Satan is not king or judge, despite his self-appointed role as the accuser of the brethren, people's sin are none of his business. God is solely responsible for deciding their outcomes, not the devil, see, Revelation 12 10 KJV. You can receive God's forgiveness today by simply confessing sin and asking for mercy. Then, whether your sickness is a consequence of your own actions or of simply living in a fallen world, you can receive the healing that Jesus already made available to you. Remember, the power and authority to heal is in the anointed living Word of God. I encourage you to meditate in His Word. You can begin in the scriptures we have looked at today and in previous studies in this series. We will look at some more about healing in the ministry of Jesus tomorrow.